What's up, what's up, what's up? How y'all doing? How's the weather where you are? How is life treating you? How do you feel today? I know I'm asking those questions and you're probably like, girl, I'm not telling you nothing. But I'm asking you those questions because I would love it. I love it when people ask me those questions. Um, so, welcome back to True Crime with a Twist. Make it Arkansas. My name is Akina, and I'm the podcast host. I'm here today to introduce you to a new case um, to hopefully um, bring light to the victim, as well as to talk about the assailant of the crime. Um, And I also just want to kind of catch up with you guys first, because I've been gone for a while. It's been months since I recorded an actual episode. Um, I know I did stop by for a second in December to just kind of let you know that I had been gone for a while. And um, let me give you kind of like a quick update. So December, I graduated from college with my second degree, with a second bachelor's degree. Um, I started working a new job in October. I like the job. It's different. It's very different. And it's something I never in a million years thought I would do. Um, let's see. Um, life is life for sure. Ups, downs, lefts, rights, U-turns, all of everything that can go on, then go on. Um, my little, I have, so I have two chihuahuas. And uh, they fight like cats and dogs, specifically like cats, because um, they both think they're cats. Um, But they love each other dearly. Uh, Lucy's birthday was in February. She turned six. Um, Shadow's birthday is in May. He'll be one. Um, They're my babies. Those are my sweet baby childs. been so much going on and there is so much going on in the world right now and I just want to first make sure everyone is doing okay um and I know I asked this like a few seconds ago but really are you okay if not will you please take advantage of any resources available to help you get through whatever get through whatever whatever problems mentally physically or emotionally that you're having because you are a valuable person in life you're a valuable person in your community and you're a valuable person to this world you're an asset um first i would like to say today is easter it's easter sunday um so happy easter to everyone who celebrates easter um i'm not really sure and I, I'll be the first to admit I might not be the first to admit this but I'm not good with holidays so I don't know who else celebrates you know what other holidays go on around this time um, but yeah uh, let's see second today's case is very gruesome and um, by gruesome I mean it, it's it's a case it's, it's a case third I just want you all to know that I'm always here to spread information, to talk to whoever is willing to listen about how I think about these things or about these cases. Um, There's no right or wrong way to approach your thoughts as far as like the cases go, if that makes sense. So like, this is my opinion. Yes, I'm using sources. I'm referring to these sources, but at the end of the, at the end of it, this is how I think about it um so I'm not like I did not go to school with this um these are my opinions and only my opinions and I will not be touching on new cases um most of the cases all of the cases that I cover here on this channel will be solely solved older cases or I mean there will be long as the case has a judgment a judgment has been made I'm willing to speak on it that's what I mean um as of right now and as of before I did not have a true recording schedule I just recorded when I felt like it um I want to start 
and get a recording schedule. I want to start recording on a schedule so, like, I can have, I can get my thoughts out, if that makes sense. Um, and I know they say it takes, like, 21, two weeks to 21 days to build a habit. So, I feel like if I approach this podcast the way I want to approach new, new, healthier coping mechanisms, then... I can record more frequently from like without burning myself out if it makes sense because before I was just dumping information and I was not taking time to think hey Kina um take a second and breathe it was just like I gotta get this episode out get it out get it out get out get out get out um but now I want to take the time to actually you know like make a schedule upload on that schedule that way I don't disappear for months again because whenever I don't have a schedule I don't do it um I would like to record and release these episodes weekly that way um, I can just kind of you know get through it because to me my podcast is kind of like a the audio journey journal so it's like me talking to my journal but you all are listening and I greatly appreciate everyone who's listening um and I pray that we can extend and and you know make the population of people who listen to this podcast way bigger um so with that being said if you like this podcast feel free to rate this podcast feel free to share this podcast feel free to talk to me I got an email um we have email well, I have email set up for this podcast. I also have an Instagram page where I will try my hardest to post pictures of the victims as well as the assailant of the crime weekly. And I will also put my filming schedule on Instagram. Um, all of the social media sites where the podcast is available or where I'm available to talk about the podcast, those will be listed in the comment section. Um, and again feel free to always reach out make suggestions I'm, I'm a very good listener and I, I like to take everything into consideration so with all that being said let's jump into this case okay what's up y'all we back we back like four flats on the Cadillac um again this this case is very bad it's it's violent it's horrible um i really don't have any other words but it's violent it's horrible it's treacherous it's heinous 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 it is something that i don't even know how to tell you what it is because it's bad like there's one thing to kill somebody but there's a completely different type of killing right here y'all finna hear it so again that warning I'm saying it again. Warning. The following consists of triggering events and narrations of actual crime scene evidence. Caution is strongly advised, especially for listeners under the age of 13. This show features descriptions of murder, sexual assault, and violence. Listener discretion is advised. And I just wanted to go in there and say that again because what I'm going to tell you is horrible. Um, and if you can't, if you, if this makes you feel any type of way, just scroll past it because I mean, I completely understand feeling horrible after watching like a true crime show or something, you know, something that just makes your spirit feel weird. So if this is too much for you, feel free to keep going. I'm not going to hold it against you. I'll see you on the next episode. Okay. So let's see how this goes. I've been trying to record this one episode for months and I had, I guess you call it writer's block. Shit, I don't know. Um, I had, not writer's block, but I just had a mental block. Let's say that. Um, And with that mental block, I, I haven't had energy or the desire to do anything. But this is one thing that's been on my mind nonstop. It's kind of like in one of those file cabinets in the back of my brain. And I want to do this episode, finish this episode, and publish this episode. Because it's been a fucking year. A year. 
um, to update on things. I have a beautiful new job. Well, it'll be new to y'all. I've been here there since October. Um, I got a new car because my other car said F-U-C-K-Y-O-U. Um, my relationship with my mom is the best it's ever been. My therapist and therapy are helping me significantly. My doctors. I'm really thankful because, like, I'm medically complex if you ask me. Like, I say that, but, like, somebody else might tell you something different. Um, Shadow turned one, and he's terrible. I love him so much. Lucy is a little chunky woman. She is seven, or I believe she's six or seven. Like, if I wouldn't have said nothing, I'd be able to tell you. Um... Let's see what else has happened. Um, I'm definitely still an irresponsible adult, aka a child. Um, so the episode today is kind of horrible, but it's kind of recent. And by recent, I mean in the last 20 years. Um... It's a difficult case to hear. Um, so, here's a warning. The following consists of triggering events and narrations of actual crime scene evidence and the crime scene. Caution is strongly advised, especially for listeners under the age of 13. However, if you are anywhere between... Third, however old you are when you discover podcasts and 18 I don't think you should listen to this but if you do take it up with your parents don't take it up with me the show features descriptions of murder sexual assault and violence listener discretion is advised this week as in <laughs> since March of last year um this week, we will be discussing the heinous murder of an Arkansas woman. Excuse me. An Arkansas woman at the hands of a man named Stacy Johnson. He is currently incarcerated in Arkansas. Um, the last... So in like 2015, he was one of the people that they were trying to execute um, when the drugs were about to expire, I believe. And he's one of the few men who were, were not executed. Although disturbing in how the crime played out, we let's let us. So me and you and whoever else is listening. Try to see if we can figure out why we know the who we know what happened we know well we quote unquote know what happened we know when we don't know why but we do know how um so to jump in y'all know i like to ask y'all questions so let me ask you a couple questions because i want a couple answers so my first question is who was the governor of Arkansas in 1993? I'll give you a few seconds to give me an answer. Look it up. Hit Dr. Google up. Um, but let me know. Who was the governor of Arkansas in 1993? So, here's the answer. Bill Clinton left the office in 1992. And when he left the office so i'm assuming like january ish i like to include these details because that's what i look for i'm sorry y'all i be yawning and stuff but i'm gonna keep all this in here so y'all can hear it because y'all my brain be braining but the elected governor of arkansas for 1992 was jim guy tucker and he served from 1992 until 1996 as a part of the democratic party so what else was going on in 1993 let's figure it out so 1993 was a busy year 
okay now all of the the details i'm about to give you are coming from the people history home which i'll leave the information in the description i don't even know if it's called a description it'll be in the show notes um so u.s the u.s and russia start signed start to the waco siege happened in texas where it started February 28th, but if you know anything about the Waco Seas, you know it went on for a little bit. Um, the US, United States had the Mars Observer. They lost contact with that spacecraft. Space, there's a lot of space-related things, let's say that. Canada had the first female prime minister. South Africa won a Nobel Prize. There was a space shuttle endeavor. Bill Clinton was the president. He was the president, you know. Um, which y'all knew that. <laughs> the Brady Bill was signed into law. There was a bombing in the World Trade Center. Um, there was a ferry to that shunk, that sunk in Haiti, and over a thousand people passed away as a result of that trying to see if we got any actual numbers I, I need on here because i want to say something about the there was technology of course we know there was windows 3.1 was released by microsoft so you know y'all know we done came out a long way a long way jurassic park was released mrs dalfire okay i can't watch jurassic park this is it don't sit right with my spirit i don't know why it just don't um for a barbie dream house crazily enough is for the barbie is 1550 but for the horse is 2559 that's ghetto that's real ghetto okay i'm gonna get out some numbers then i'm gonna leave y'all alone about this so the cost of living in 1993 the average cost of a new home was 113,200 dollars the average income per year was $31,230. Hold on, y'all. The average monthly rent was $532. The cost of a gallon of gas was $1.16. A movie ticket was $4.14. Tuition at Harvard. 20 or tuition to Harvard, $23,514. When I tell y'all, that's still expensive. That's really expensive. <laughs> but um I guess that's, I mean, for the time, I guess that's reasonable because things were a lot cheaper and there were, money went a lot for, further than it does now. And the average cost of a new car, I don't know if I said that, but it's $12,750. You let me be out there. Girl, I'm going to have whatever car they got, okay? And I'm going to be rolling in my car that was $12,000. Try me. You won't try nobody else. Okay well that's the end of all my questions i know y'all probably like this 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 girl crazy i am a little bit um so before we jump in we're gonna take a quick break okay once i have filmed this four times now let's hope i'm doing it right um so let me introduce you to stacy first Stacy Eugene Johnson is a murderer, a rapist, and a Sagittarius. A Sagittarius, if you want the truth. Um, he murdered a young woman named Carol Jean Heath. And this happened in Sevier County. He was sentenced to death on September 23rd, 1994. Mr. Johnson was again convicted in Sevier County for murdering a white female. And um, they're not really sure the exact date, so it's between April 1st and April 2nd. However, he was again sentenced to death September 23rd, 1994. Mr. Johnson had trial counsel for, I'm assuming, for the first case, and he has different counsel now for everything else. Um, Mr. Johnson has appealed his sentence several times, actually. 
um, and I'm not going into that because it is very descriptive and I mean it describes the child and it describes what the children saw and it's just kind of really really not something I want to go into however I will put the link in the show notes so if you choose to read about it you can so Miss Carol Jean Heath was a victim of Stacy Johnson's horrific crime spell she was found brutally beat strangled and she had lacerations to her throat and her body somewhere in between the late hours and the early morning of April 1st or April 2nd to um, 1993 according to sergeant Keith Tucker miss Carol was found between a couch that had been moved around along with a coffee table that had been shifted towards the middle of the room according to the medical examiner miss Carol's death was caused by cutting her neck strangulation and blunt force head trauma the examiner also stated that she has several bruises and abrasions on her face and her head along with other injuries to her arms and her hands consistent with that of um, her defending herself from the attacker miss carol also had a bite mark on her nipple of the right breast and an abrasion to her left breast another officer on the scene noticed panties next to carol next to miss carol's right thigh and took a note of a light colored liquid around the legs and genitalia of miss carol um so i guess what i'm like with that part he literally beat this woman slit her throat and choked her i don't know what order it went in and then you know like he bit her breast and i guess bruised the other one that is horrendous like no no it's just horrendous and it's crazy to think um with the research i've done on this specific person he had just got out of prison before he committed this second crime like i don't i want to say it was like he had been out of prison for a few days or it might have even been that same day and it's scary to know that maybe he planned this in his time again these are my opinions um it's just horrible this woman like in my opinion that that is overkill like you literally killed this woman you well you strangled her slit her throat bit her breast beat her upside the head all of this to run away and I mean you left evidence that's horrible what the fuck um side note or not even side note note an empty dish bottle and empty lifestyles condom box were found in the bathroom sink they're not saying that he raped her yet but me personally I think he did I am proud of Miss Carol for putting up a fight although she did not survive that fight she put up a fight shout out to her for fighting back you know we got to give her her props we got to give her her credit we got to give her her flowers now you know I'm not saying they didn't give them to her at the end but we got to give her her flowers because she tried she tried and I'm not gonna say she failed because she didn't life just happened horribly on April 5th 1993 a purse was found by the officer who was investigating her case um, officer Kenneth Bryan The purse was found between DeQueen and Horatio. However, um, I ain't never heard of Horatio before. And I'm, I've been in Arkansas for a while. But somewhere between DeQueen and Horatio, 
which was found to have belongings of Miss Carol inside of it. What um, this was brought to the attention of Officer Belling, and he brought the he he went out to the area and did some searching on his own. Belling found a green pullover, a bloody white T-shirt, and a bloody towel. At the same time, the evidence didn't point fingers at anyone, but it was sent to the state crime lab evidence center for testing so I mentioned something about a dish bottle earlier do y'all remember what I was saying do you remember the dish bottle well remember I told you to hold up on that one it's gonna come back around do you remember the empty dish bottle and condoms that were mentioned earlier According to James Parsons, a forensic serologist on the case, she admitted that there was no semen found in connection with the victim. She also admitted that finding semen would, would be unlikely if the perpetrator used a condom and dished the victim. So that's why I said I think I kind of feel like he planned it because it's like, you know, like even... Even though he ditched his clothes and stuff, I still feel like he kind of, in his mind, he had a plan of what he was going to do and how he was going to do it. Um, and Miss Carol just so happened to be that person. I'm not saying he, you know, picked her out, but that's just my thoughts on that. Um, also, something told him to use a dish bottle to do what he, you know, to clean her out. And that to me is like a plan. Cause first of all, how did you know what a dish bottles was at in her house? Second of all, why you didn't clean up after the fact? Like you left semen. Or somebody left semen on that flow. You left a box of condoms. You went over there with intentions on on <laughs> wham bam, thank you, ma'am. But you didn't take you you didn't pick your your condoms up when you left. Like, if you're going to commit a crime like this, pick your shit up. But you know you grown. I can't tell you nothing. <laughs> even though I wasn't even born when this happened. Um, so I got a question. More of a statement question, but a question nonetheless. Do you know how amazing it is to be a child and see the sunshine and the rainbows and the unicorns and dragon tails and Arthur and Spongebob it's amazing but to go from being with your mother all the time to seeing your mother murdered is horrendous and that's something that will stick with you for your life like therapy might help but you know it's still traumatizing but that's like a different type of trauma what makes this such an interesting occurrence, this whole case, is the fact that there were kids in the, ho the home, which isn't, you know, like, that wasn't out of the normal, like, her children were there, you know? The victim's daughter, so Miss Carol's daughter, Ashley, was wide awake, and um, I read that she was wide awake and she stayed awake until someone came to the home. It was like her aunt came to the home and she was wide awake with her brother. Um, she was awake so much so that she knew what was going on. She witnessed the brutality of it all. After the fact that, you know, like, after all of that, that is traumatizing. Like, imagine having to tell that story multiple times in front of multiple different people. And then the the offender is sitting here trying to appeal based off of the therapy you're receiving. I don't even understand it. The math is not mathing. Ooh, child is ghetto. 
it's just it don't make sense like this child has experienced one of the worst things she could have ever experienced and part of his appeal is based off of the therapy she received in which i'll go into that a little more she was six years old when her mother died Ashley, um, Ashley has been through a lot and so has her brother. Ashley was questioned by an officer and his name is Hayes and he's, he stated that Ashley told him that her mother, her and her mother were on the couch when there was a knock on the door. That knock was Stacy. When this crime happened, Ashley was six and her brother Jonathan was only two. That's horrible. That's horrible. Ashley made a statement in 2017 where she said, he beat my mom. He raped my mom. He strangled my mom. He cut my mom's throat. There was blood everywhere. There wasn't a part of the living room. There was nothing in the living room that was not covered in blood. So that's horrible. That's horrendous. Um, Stacy's attorneys. So Stacy was granted a second trial. I'm guessing like a retrial or something. I'll get more information on that. Um, so his first conviction was overturned after Heath had been found not mentally competent to testify due to her age. I would not be mentally competent at all dealing with this situation because how do you expect me to be mentally mentally competent if you murdered my mom? And I saw it, and I've been asked about it, and now I'm stuck with this traumatic memory from this traumatic experience. But y'all want to say I'm not mentally competent. I think I'm pretty damn competent because she was able to tell them what happened. And I don't feel like there was any coaching involved. So she was able to do it her, you know, like, tell them what's up. Like, that man raped my mama and killed her, and I know what he looked like. I may not know his name, but I know what he looked like. How is she not mentally competent? That's bullshit. Um, during the second trial, Ashley was allowed to testify after Johnson, so Mr. Stacy, defense was not allowed to see the documents from Heath's, um, Ashley's second therapist. And I'm sorry, y'all, I keep getting the name switched up, um, but anything Heath is, I will say Carol after the fact, or Ashley and Johnson is Mr. Stacy. Um, but... I don't understand the point in it. Now, I get, like, you needing, med like, the records, like, just from, like, how her therapy is going. But I don't think it's right that an offender who is serving a sentence for murdering my mom, they should not have access to anything related to me. You know, like, I, I, I that makes me angry to know that they're, they're sitting here trying to get her therapy notes. That ain't none of y'all business. Y'all got what y'all got. And that's all they gonna get y'all. Johnson's defense was able to unseal the documents. So her therapy documents and records from her therapy. Um, after his second convention, con conviction was affirmed by the Arkansas Supreme Court. It was discovered that Ashley's therapist said... Ashley's stories were profoundly inconsistent and had been under pressure from her family and the prosecutor to convict Johnson. I hate to tell y'all this and bust that bubble. I'd be inconsistent as hell too if I watched my mama get murdered. I don't see nothing wrong with like trauma hits you so bad in so many ways and it's so different for every person what she witnessed is what she witnessed however like whatever came from that because we don't know how that truly affected her mentally physically or emotionally but 
if she said what she said, she said what she said. Um, so during this second trial, the judge was given several samples of the therapist notes. So the therapist notes are the notes between Ashley and her therapist. The therapist wrote that the district attorney at the time told Ashley she was the only one who could keep Johnson behind bars, Stacy. Her therapist also said that at times she was parroting other family members. So parroting is basically my, like you're mimicking. You're mimicking your whoever you're around or whatever. And I mean, given the fact that she witnessed her mom be brutally murdered, I'd be paired in too because I wouldn't know what else to say. Um, Ashley's grandma told Ashley that she has to keep him behind the bar, behind bars, said the therapist in her notes. I mean, honestly, depending on which parent the grandma was, so depending on who who she was invested in so if it was her daughter or you know vice versa her dad's daughter i mean as a parent and especially as a grandparent you're gonna tell your child or grandchild things and it's not like okay this is concrete but if you murder my child then i don't want you free and i mean i'm not saying that i would tell my child hey it's all on you but it's like whatever you witness you tell them and i'm behind you 700 percent um and also i wonder if this is a trauma based or trauma focused therapy because it doesn't seem like it to me just from what i'm reading according to the therapist notes the therapist claimed that ashley's grandma emphasized how much responsibility was on ashley and that if jonathan johnson i'm sorry stacy's sentence was overturned Ashley will feel total responsibility and again I think it's because of the situation if you know like everybody responds to things differently and that just happens to be the way this woman is responding because if it's her daughter I, I if I was her I'd pop off too I'm not saying putting all that pressure on Ashley is okay but like I'd be the one to pop off Ashley said even to this day, so this statement was in 2017. Even to this day, she's scared of Stacy Johnson. 1993 to 2017 is a long time. With Stacy, it's getting to the point where I'm just done. I'm fed up. I'm sick of coming up here. Those are the words of Ashley. With Stacy getting a stay of execution, she feels that there's no justice in Arkansas, which, I mean, if we being real, it's not. Arkansas justice system so fucked up. <laughs> how fucked up is fucked up it's fucked up um i'm not saying i'm for the death penalty i'm also not saying i'm against the death penalty but i am saying if you do it if you dish it out you better be able to take it you know like you kill somebody and somebody kill you that's on you like not to sidetrack get sidetracked but like look at Larry Nasser or the gymnastic coach that was raping the girls. He was stabbed and beat up the other day. And it's like karma is a mother trucker. So it'll come to you. It'll come to you. Have it come to you. But I agree with Ashley. There is no justice in Arkansas. And it's 2023. Ashley stated most of these statements that I'm reading now are from Ashley. Um, I feel like if you're going to give somebody the death penalty, you should carry it out. True. Ashley said, if you don't want to do the death penalty anymore, you should give life in prison as the final punishment. And I agree with that 7,000% because, I mean, let's be real. 
death row only scares people like in my opinion again my opinion death row just be scaring them okay get them life in prison life without and let them figure it out like you gotta make this home because this is the only place you're going for the rest of your life you know like i agree with life in prison but i mean if you get the death penalty why are you sitting on death row for 20 years like in texas they fried died and laid to the side like give you a hundred plus days you know and it's like in arkansas these people are sitting there for decades before they get fried that's crazy to me that's why them drugs be expiring because like y'all be giving people death penalties and don't be wanting to kill nobody that's crazy it's all crazy to me none of it makes sense honestly Ashley, um, I know y'all hear all this stuff in the background. I'm sorry. Ashley, um, believes that these judges and lawyers granting these stays are giving prisoners a second chance that they don't deserve. And in reality, if you're willing to brutally murder someone in front of their children or knowing that their children are in the home, what you dish out is what you get back. And I also, um, I have pictures of Miss Carol and I will post those as well because she's beautiful. It makes Arkansas look like you can go out and do the most destructive and hate it hatred crime in Arkansas and get away with murder Ashley said that and she was very emotional when she said that Stacy's attorneys have asked for new DNA testing because they claim the original trial didn't allow for testing of sexual assault evidence the attorneys also asserted that Heath's boyfriend had a he had a history of domestic assault but the police never investigated him I get you know he trying to pull it um it wasn't me it was him like I didn't but I'm still going off of what Ashley said because Ashley said what she said and I believe it 100% maybe I'm crazy maybe I'm not but Ashley had a valid point she saw this man's face and she we don't know how much she saw but we know she saw his face I mean got a clear shot of that face during the investigation of Carol Heath's murder, it was discovered that she had been bitten on one of her breasts. The ex-wife of Carol's boyfriend testified that he abused her during their marriage, which included biting her on at one point, biting her breast at one point. So now they're going to try to tie it in and say, oh, he admitted this. Well, Mr. Johnson didn't do this. You know, they, you know how they do it y'all know how they do it this is so mr johnson mr stacy this is not some sort of last minute hail mary pass oh no stacy didn't say that bryce said that with the innocence project johnson asked the dn asked for dna testing in earlier appeals but those requests were denied by the state and federal courts there have been revolutionary advances in DNA testing since this case was initially investigated, which could tell once and for all who actually committed the crime. I hate to say it, but I still believe Stacy committed the crime. DNA aside, I still believe he committed the crime because the child said that's who she saw. Despite the new motions to prove Johnson's innocence, He, uh, Ashley says she knows Johnson is guilty and she wants justice for her mom. Ashley said, pull up the crime scene photos of the victims and tell me if any of those men deserve any clemency. While the law has promised closure in the form of executions, the, the Heath family will have open wounds from the death of Miss Carol Heath that they wish they could close shut. When I say that's absolutely horrible, that's horrible. And I just feel like, you know, you shouldn't be interviewing the victim the way that they were interviewing her. 
I feel like they went at her too hard. Okay, here's some more information. A federal appeals court has ruled that the death row inmate Stacy Johnson may sue the state of Arkansas to push to have his new DNA test run to clear him of Carol Heath's 1993 murder. Johnson poised that DNA evidence may implicate Heath's boyfriend, Brandon Ramsey, as her actual killer. I don't believe Brandon killed her. I still believe Stacy killed her because that's who Ashley says she saw. Johnson, Mr. Stacy has spent a quarter century, and at this point, I feel like it's probably been more than that, on death row. A federal appeals court has ruled that the Arkansas inmate on death row can sue the state in effort to have DNA tests run that could clear him. Uh, whatever. Whatever. I don't believe that. That's, I mean, if he want to get the DNA test done, let him get it done. Johnson, Mr. Stacy. Again, I'm saying these names because, like, I'm forgetting how I'm saying them. But Stacy, at the time this article was written, was 53 years old, and he came within a day of being executed in 2017 for the 1993 murder of Carol Heath in DeQueen, Arkansas. And this is what I was just talking about. And no, it was not 2015. It was 2017. My bad. Johnson was one of the eight Arkansas prisoners scheduled for unprecedented string of back-to-back executions in 2017 by the governor at that time, Asa Hutchinson. Johnson has been on death row since 1997. That's a long time, big dog. The day before Johnson was to be put to death, the Supreme Court stayed his execution in a 4-3 to decision and remanded the case to trial court for a hearing on his petition requesting additional testing of physical evidence found at the crime scene, which Johnson could prove his innocence. Eh, I don't believe it. In 2019, after a lower court denied Johnson's request, the Arkansas Supreme Court affirmed the lower ruling, clearing the way for Johnson's execution. So, hey. Um, I'm trying to give y'all key points. In 2021, following a denial by the U.S. Supreme Court to review his case, Johnson sued the state attorney general, the prosecuting attorney of Sevier County, and director of the state crime lab saying they continued the continued refusal to allow new DNA testing constituted a denial of due process. Johnson also sought an order after or an order declaring Act 1780 unconstitutional and an injunction requiring defendants to release DNA evidence for further testing. To me, it sounds like Mr. Johnson has done extensive research on the topic. And I mean, again, DNA doesn't lie until it does. So if we can get a copy or get the results from that DNA test, hey, we might be pushing some. But right now, Mr. Johnson is guilty. And um, he was sentenced how he was sentenced for a reason. All right, y'all. I know this episode kind of wonky and slow and all over the place because, yeah, and you're going to hear a bunch of sounds. I was rattling a cup and some more stuff, but I want y'all to know I'm back. I'm better one week at a time. Um, I'm going to link all the sources in the show notes. Um, And I will also link all the socials. So there's TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all the places you can be. That's where this podcast is. If you want to give me a little follow, follow, let me tell you what the name of the podcast, or let me tell you the name of the social media. Okay, okay. I should have came prepared, but I didn't. So on Instagram, it's TCWT Arkansas Pod. 
on Facebook. My Facebook app is being a B word. Oh, I guess I click it right there. Maybe I can see. So on Facebook, it's True Crime with the Twist. Make it Arkansas. On Twitter, it's TCWT Arkansas Pod. I could be lying. I think it's TCWT Arkansas Pod. Um, anyway, just look up TCWT Arkansas and it should pop up. If it don't, you get an E for effort. Um, leave me some comments. Rate me. Rate me. Um, let me know if I'm doing, let me just talk to me so I can talk back to y'all. Um, I'm really trying. I'm proud of myself for being able to sit here and record this episode tonight. Um, it's going up as soon as I finish editing it. Um, just show me, show me some love. Leave some comments, leave some comments, suggestions, likes, um, if you got any case suggestions, uh, you can always hit me on my Instagrizzle, um, the TCWT Arkansas Pod, and you hit me in the messages, uh, or you can leave a comment, or um, the email is TC, hold on, I'm sorry y'all, I'm so not prepared. I'll be more prepared when I record the next episode, I promise. It is tcwtarkansas at gmail.com. And if you have any suggestions, anything, you're just trying to talk. Um, if you don't have Facebook, um, you can reach out to me on any social media, really. Um, or if you don't have Instagram, hit me up somewhere else. But I love feedback, positive, constructive, bad, whatever. Um, I'm willing to listen so I can learn. Uh so just hit me up i'm gonna hit you back um and the instagram is gonna be tagged below i'm gonna post pictures of stacy miss carol and stacy when he was convicted versus stacy now um yeah so please just give me a follow give me a like give me a comment give me something show me some love well that's it y'all i hope y'all have a good rest of y'all day and a good rest of y'all week you are strong, you are beautiful, you are talented, you are bold, and you are brave. And we're going to make it. So, y'all, have a good night. Get you some rest. And if it's during the day, don't let nobody stress you out. Walk away if you got to walk away. Y'all have a good week. I'm saying that again because I need y'all to really just have a good week. So I'll talk to y'all later. Thank y'all for this. Uh, I'm going to call it a FaceTime. Because, like, yeah, I love it here. Um, thank y'all for answering my call and listening to me rambling for all these minutes. Man, it's, it's so much love out here, and I'm showing it to y'all. All right, y'all. I'll see y'all next time. Bye-bye.